0: Hello everyone, Uh, today is my 50th episode and I am super excited today, so today my guest is Cammie Lehman, she is a speaker, coach, top leader, visionary strategist and has been a trainer in direct sales for over 29 years. She left her job in corporate America 28 years ago to be a work from home mom. This is where her entrepreneurship journey began. On March 2nd, 2020, Cammie launched a top-rated podcast on iTunes called She's Invincible, which ranked at an all-time high of number 42 in the business entrepreneurship category. She has since helped many others launch their own top podcasts. She's passionate about helping women discover their greatness increase their worth, and expand their vision. Cammie is the owner of Cammie Lehman Coaching and Consulting. Cammie launched the She's Invincible Podcast School in March of 2022, where she teaches other entrepreneurs how to launch their own top podcasts and monetize their businesses through them her book invincible you is coming soon so full disclosure i completed cami's podcast school i can honestly say that it is because of cami that i have this podcast today her experience expertise and knowledge of the business of podcasting is extraordinary she is serious about her mission to assist her students to create successful podcasts. Having a podcast has opened doors for me that I never knew existed. I love sharing gifts, and podcasting has offered me the opportunity to invite entrepreneurs and small businesses to a platform where they can share their knowledge, their products, and their voice with the world. I am truly excited to welcome you, Cammie, today to the Just Wanted to Ask podcast.
1: Oh, Anne, it is such an honor to be here with you and to celebrate your 50th episode. Can you even believe it? 50 episodes you have uh, just conquered this past year And I am so excited for you, especially not just for the podcast, but the growth that you have experienced and how you've stretched and stepped out of your comfort zone and just leaped into the unknown. And I just am amazed and and continue to be amazed at the things that you do uh, with fear, without fear, whatever it is. I just love the way that you're showing up, you're stepping into your greatness and just living your life out loud. And it is such a joy to just watch you. And of course, to be here to celebrate with you today. So thank you.
0: Well, I can't thank you enough because I certainly didn't envision this either. Um, When I was in your school, I kept saying, but what if, what if? And you kept saying, there are no what ifs. You're going to cross that finish line whether you want to or not. And um, it opened something that I. it it was like Pandora's box. It's been so exciting uh, on so many levels. Uh, it's given me an opportunity to learn about people. It's given me an opportunity to learn different topics. Um, and it's it's been a huge gift to me, but it's a gift that keeps on giving because when I invite people to the podcast, it obviously offers them a platform. So it's been an amazing ex- a life experience for me, uh, totally. Uh, so I thought the first question I would ask was, do you remember the first podcast that you listened to?
1: I do. I do. So the very first podcast that I would, li- that I started listening to was called how I built this. And it's by it's a uh, guy. Raz is his name. I think that's how he pronounces it. And I love that podcast because I was always interested to hear how people these mega people would build these mega businesses, right? They'd come out of nowhere. And it was so interesting to me to hear the different tricks and tactics and strategies that they used. And always on the inside, I had this desire to build something like that. And that really was my interest and passion in listening to that show was just, I was always in amazement about what the next story was gonna be. And I love the underdog. So I love to hear the stories of these people that came out of nowhere and built these huge empires. And so I highly recommend that. Unfortunately, I haven't listened to it lately because I've been so busy listening and uh, supporting my students uh, in their shows and helping them to be better. But I need to get back to it. And that was a good reminder for me. So thank you.
0: Well, I'll have to go back and look for that as well. Yes, for sure. So, You learned about how entrepreneurs and and business people created their businesses, but then when did you decide to learn more about podcasting and actually study the whole process?
1: Yeah, that's such a great question. So it was at the end of 2019 and I had been in my direct sales business. I was a leader in the top 1% of my company for like 26 or maybe 26 years at that point. And I was getting the itch, and every year I do something big. And so it was the end of 2019. I had been working with a worldwide networking group, and I was a, a trainer for their top division. And it was coming to an end, it was just a year long. And I thought, what am I going to do next? And I thought, oh, I maybe I will build a webinar. Webinars were really big in 2019. And like, I would be up late at night and there'd be all these pop-up webinars and I would get sucked in. And I thought, oh, that's such a great way to promote your company. I think I'll build a webinar and I will learn how to sell to people when I'm in bed. So <laughs> while I'm sleeping, they'll all watch my webinar, they'll buy my thing, my course or program, and I'll wake up and I'll have the money and I have new clients and I can teach that was a perfect plan and I met this gal she had a podcast and it like she captured my attention because she had announced she was having a podcast and then she had announced that her podcast had won all these top ranks and I was like oh you know pay attention right It's like when a movie wins an Oscar, like you're like, I got to see that movie, right? It's got to be good. And that's what it was like for me. So I listened to her podcast and I was just intrigued and I loved it. It was called Amplify Your Impact, which those were buzzwords for me. And I reached out to her and I was like, hey, I'd love to talk to you about your podcast. I was thinking maybe I could be a guest on her show. And so we got on a call and she told me that she was going to be launching a webinar class. And she was teaching entrepreneurs how to build webinars in January. And I was like, that's it. That's my new plan for, for this new year, for 2020. So I signed up, I jumped into the class and Anne, I have to tell you, I hated it. I hated it. (laughs) I wasn't a good writer. So I wasn't, I couldn't get the messaging down and we're going through the process and everybody else in the class is doing great. And I'm the kid with the special needs that couldn't get anything done. I needed special help. And I was so frustrated because I wanted to be an overachiever. And she said to me, the magic words, I remember when we first met, you told me that you might want to start your own podcast. And the podcast school that I went to is having another class. And I don't know when they're going to have another one after this. So if you really want to start a podcast, I would highly recommend you go do that now. And I said, you mean right in the middle of this webinar class that I hate so much? And she said, yes. (laughs) So the teacher gave me permission. She actually, she's brilliant. She actually said to me, I think if you go through the podcast school, when you finish, You'll come back and it'll be easier for you to go through this process because a lot of that would happen in podcast school, and then you could take that and bring it back. And I thought, well, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, that's what happened. The end, it was just history. So I jump into this podcast class. It's 28 days. It started the beginning of February, and the plan was on March 2nd, I was going to launch a podcast with this class of about 40 people. And so I did. I went through the whole class. I launched with the class on the day, March 2nd, as you mentioned in my bio, and 11 days later, the entire world shut down from the pandemic, and I could tell you that I was never so grateful in my life that I had actually leaned into that calling as afraid as I was, that I had no clue what I was doing, and... I didn't know what I was going to do next. I'm not techie. I like was least likely to ever do this. And yet I did it. And we did rank number 42 in business and entrepreneurship. And I absolutely loved it and uh, realized that this was what I had been searching for all these years. And that's really the story of podcast, how it happened. I loved it so much and I'm so obsessed with launching that I ended up using the affiliate program and doing some launch coaching and bringing lots of students through that school and doing launch coaching with them as part of the affiliate. And I loved it so much. And then what happened was the school stopped doing that program the the way that they were doing it. And I wasn't able to continue. And so I stopped and I missed it so much that I had a conversation with my coach and I was like, oh, I'm sad and I'm not excited. And we backtracked like, okay, well, when you were happy and excited and on fire, what was going on? And I was like, oh, I was doing those launches. And she was like, well, now you know what you need to do. And that's really how this all it was never a plan. I had no intentions of that. Uh, and, she, and I just realized that I, all of the, my excitement had gone away and that I needed to go back and do what was creating so much joy. And that's, that's how the, the she's invincible podcast school was
0: birthed. Wow. That's amazing. Um, it's also, I'll just throw in my own experience as well. When I first met you, podcasting was not even remotely on my radar, right? I just happened to meet you at a meeting. And then now three years later, you're speaking at another networking group. And I said, OK, fine. Well, business, maybe I should think about being a guest on somebody's podcast. And I called you up and I said, well, can you help me? And you said, well, not exactly, but I've got a school opening up on Monday. And I said, OK, fine. I'll look at the information. And without even giving it a thought, I signed up. And then I, I, remember. I thought, <laughs> and then I thought Oh no, what did I do? It was that, it was that shiny object. I just jumped in with both feet. And even through the process, I kept thinking, is this right? Is this not right? But then it turned out to be just exactly what I needed at just exactly the right time. And so I feel so blessed that we had that chance meeting. And that I ended up going to that other network Zoom networking meeting. And I remember I was sitting in a parking lot. It was crazy um, because I wasn't going to those meetings, but that day I did. So that was exciting. So so excited about that.
1: And you were part, you were part of season one. So, which is so fun that you were, you know, from the very beginning and uh, yeah, it's just been so amazing and such an honor for me to be able to work with you in that capacity. I love that. Well,
0: thank you. I should also add that through the school, I've, I've met wonderful people. So some of the other classmates that were in class with me, um, I've become friends with. And so that's the other part of it because you're not in this giant university kind of atmosphere. You're in a smaller setting with a smaller group of people who after, during the school, you actually learn quite a bit about you, so it becomes a friendship, and which is also very nice when you're embarking on a, a new almost career.
1: It's so funny you say that, Anne, because when I was in podcast school... I met so many friends, but my one bestie, uh, I actually just talked to her last night, but I called her to tell her, hey, your episode is coming out on She's Invincible next week. So that's so fun. And I always said during podcast school, BFFs are made in podcast school. And so I love that you're saying that you had that same experience at She's Invincible because I had the same experience. And I wanted to create that because I think it's so important that we do connect and collaborate and support each other. And I, I know that you felt that and that those friendships are continuing on. And I love that.
0: That has been su- a, such an amazing gift. Um, I agree. A, truly an amazing gift. So this has been a, a, an incredible experience. So <laughs> I listen to your podcast a lot. And Thank you. You, have, uh, you have certain questions that you always ask so you do your interview at the beginning and then at the end you have a segment called the good the bad and the ugly uh where you talk about businesses and you tell the listeners that a lot of times we only see the finished product of a business owner we see the su- success but we don't six su- uh, i'm sorry i'm tongue-tied We don't see the process. We don't see the highs and the lows. Tell us about how you came to have the good, the bad and the ugly and what it is. What has it meant to you over the years with your podcast?
1: Oh, and so this started way back. So I, as you mentioned, was uh, in direct sales for many years. And the one common theme, and this really is what moved me into coaching to even start my coaching company almost five years ago. So is that I was working with women. And women are always comparing themselves. So they're always looking at other successful women. They're they're thinner, they're prettier, they're richer, they have a cuter husband, whatever, right? They're all always, she's so lucky, right? That's the bottom line. She's so lucky and oh, poor me is what happens. When you compare yourself to somebody else, you always come up short because you're comparing their strengths your weaknesses. So when you would see someone who was successful, who had achieved big things, you have no idea what that journey looked like, but you see them living in this success and enjoying the success and you think they're so lucky. And so that was always something that stuck with me in direct sales as, as a leader. And then When we came into this podcast and I wanted to, um, you know, talk to fierce female entrepreneurs and I wanted to learn from them and I wanted to share them with my community. But the biggest thing was I wanted to encourage the listeners that there are going to be hard times. It's not easy. You don't just sail to success. You have so much to overcome along the way. You grow. There's growing pains. There's obstacles. There's crisis illness, you know, all of the things, but nobody talks about that because that's not what brings success. But so when do we talk about it, right? That was the big question. If, because what would happen is I would be on my way to whatever success I was trying to get to. And it felt so hard. And I would say, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm sure you've said that a hundred times yourself. Women say that when something doesn't work automatically, it had to be something that was wrong with them or something that they did wrong. And that's just not true. And what I realized in my own success was that it's not easy and you can get there, but you can't give up. And what I was seeing was that people were giving up because it got hard. So in my mind, I'm thinking, how can we teach these women and encourage them that no matter what happens to them along the way, that as long as they don't give up, they're going to get there. They're going to make it. They're going to whatever it is they want to do, they can do as long as they don't give up. And that's really where that came from. So I got to thinking like, well, we can spotlight these, these, you know, fierce female entrepreneurs and that'll be great. And we can educate people. But what if we pull back the curtain and say like, What is the price you had to pay for this success? And then come back to the listener and say, here's the price they had to pay. Do you still want their success, right? Are you willing to pay the price? Too many times, we're not. And that's where that comes from. So we're not just spotlighting people and and saying, oh, look at this successful entrepreneur. And then here's someone else for you to compare yourself to and come up short. No, no, no. Now we say, the more success you go after, the bigger the obstacles you confront, right? You have to overcome these obstacles to get to that success. And as long as you don't give up, here you go. Uh, and we've talked about illness, divorce, bankruptcy, loss of child I mean there's so many things imposter syndrome but so many things that you look at these successful entrepreneurs and think there's no way they have imposter syndrome right uh, and guess what yes they do everyone has something they struggle with we just don't see it and I think that that I haven't found a better way in the world to get people to see that there's nothing wrong with them that they can do whatever it is they set out to do, but they just have to know that it's not easy. There is a price to pay. And as long as they never get up, they can get there.
0: That's amazing. And, and so incredibly true. Um, and I think that a lot of times we don't give ourselves the moments to give ourselves the credit that right. if you're seeing the glass is always half full. It's always half full. And we don't understand that the droplets of water that have been rising in that glass, now it's become more and more full. But we don't see that as we're doing it and oh, and, it,
1: and it feels awful, right? It's hard and we feel it's the, like we think we're gonna die, you know we like you it's real like and it's not even to like minimize the feelings or, or the emotion of it. It is real and it feels that way. and that's why we need to reassure people it this is normal. you are gonna feel this way. Just don't give up. just keep going. Get back up every time you go down. you just you just have to get back up. If that's the only thing you do, you can make it
0: sure. And uh, failure is part of it. You know, you can't, you can't succeed or get to the level that you want to get to without having experienced failure because failure is a teaching tool. That's right. So Failure is, is
1: your lesson, right? Failure yeah. is, is your, it's really like your guiding post here to say like, okay, that didn't work right now. Let me go do this. Right. So it shows you what doesn't work. And as long as you expect it, that not everything you do is going to work, then you won't be surprised or disappointed. You'll just be like, okay, I just figured out another way that didn't work. Like think about Thomas Edison. How many tries did it take for him? If he hadn't, I mean, I wouldn't have this ring light in front of me if he'd given up, right? Like, <laughs> think about it, I would be have to count on the sun today coming through a window, uh, you know, but it was many, many times. And, and he, if he gave up, where would we be? And then, you know, that brings me to a point to say that I truly believe that um, other people's dreams are connected to us. And I feel that like, if we give up, we could be blocking someone else because we could be a big part of whatever it is that their journey is. And then we would take that away from them. So I really do believe that, you know, we're called to, to run for our dreams. And the reason we have them is because that's the part in the world we're supposed to be playing. And, um, when things don't work out, you're just getting better. That's all that is.
0: Yeah. I was at a networking event. Um, I don't know, about a half a year ago and, speaker after speaker after speaker spoke about how they started and where they started. And most of them didn't start at the top. They started at the bottom with tremendous stresses and challenges along the way. And a friend of mine said to me, you know, I keep thinking about speaking, but you know, my background or whatever, And she said, but after listening to all of these speakers, one after the other, I realize that what I've gone through, some of them have gone through as well. And that's what you're saying. You've become a a beacon. You're, 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 we all have to have role models. And we also have to know that achievements are attainable. And when people are completely perfect, that's great. It's wonderful, but it's not reality. So learning yeah. from others' mistakes, and and it it's taken me years to realize that I don't have to reinvent the wheel no. <laughs> even when I and, keep
1: trying. Yeah, and you know what's really neat is that some people that are listening are going through it right now, and I really feel as entrepreneurs. Once we figure it out, we owe it to the others to go back and say, follow me, I know how the story ends, right? like once we know we need to go back and tell them, we can't just act like it's magic. We're not doing them any favors. But I love what you said about like this whole failure thing. And you know, when things don't work out, you know, when things are going great, we're the teacher, but it's when things aren't going great, that we're the student, that's where we learn the most. So it's a good idea to sometimes be the student, because that's where we learn and we get better. And then we get to get back up. And then we become the teacher again, as we keep pursuing. And so I feel like it's it's a good balance of being the teacher and the student as you're pursuing that journey and uh, stumbling, right? I can't think of any other better word. It's like a stumble, you know, then you catch yourself and you get your balance and then you stumble a little bit more. And I think that it's a beautiful thing. And I, I know this for a fact that when you do have your mountaintop experience and you look back at the journey, you are so grateful because if you hadn't had to overcome the obstacles, you would would not have what you needed to achieve the success and step into it in a way that you're called to do. It does make you better.
0: That's so wonderful. Um, I I wanted to add one other part of this, and that is there's no... expiration on birthdays when it comes to podcasting. Mm -hmm. So you've had a wide range of ages of uh, students in your podcast school. Uh, Talk a little about that aspect of podcasting.
1: Oh, sure. So let me
0: start with this. Back in 2019,
1: before the pandemic, there was about 850,000 podcasts in total. Today, in 2023, we have just about 3 million. So we've tripled in those three years. Uh, What happened, uh, as well as the tripling of number of shows, is that the audience changed. So now the audience is younger, and older. It's on both sides that it has expanded because so many things were not available during the pandemic. So people were learning, everything went virtual, podcasting seemed to be uh, the normal next best thing. So there are podcasters out there that are young that are like teenage years that are talking about gaming and different tech and things like that that they're good at. And then we have the older ones that are in their 80s that aren't getting stimulated by the news anymore, right? And you know even newspapers and things have have phased themselves out in so many ways. And so the older folks who would have normally been reading the paper or watching the news are now going to podcasts to learn and stay engaged and keep their mind sharp. So, and they're learning new things and trying new things, which I absolutely love. So, and then the, the genre of, you know, from gaming to, you know, religion and everything in between, you know, parenting and homeschooling, and they're just the topics and the the levels of education that you can get on a podcasts are so vast now. So it has changed in so many ways, all of those ways, uh, and so many more. Uh, But what's the best thing about it is it's free. It's a free platform. It's evergreen. So everything out there is always going to be available. And it has a search engine. And there are keywords. So if you wake up today and you want to hear about investing, you just go into the app and type in investing or finance, and you can pull up every every single podcast that's out there that's in that topic. And that can be your learning for today. So it's really like online uh, as you go immediately uh, on demand. That's the word on demand. It's, it gives you whatever you want. If it's parenting, gardening, uh, even games, you know, it's like you could, you could learn how to be a better chess player if you want. So all you do is go into the search and just search what you're looking for. And it has, it really does attract every age level now, amazing to me.
0: And along with that evolution of uh, the direction that podcasting is going, we now have not only audiograms, but videograms where on your Facebook page, people can watch a 60 second snippet of an interview that you've done. So it's like going through um, an index in a book but you you have an opportunity to experience a few a one minute of an episode and then decide that you're going to listen to the whole episode or listen That's to right. parts of the episode, uh, which is is a gift. It's uh, like instead of eating a whole chocolate cake, you can have you know bites of the chocolate That's right. cake. Uh, that's right but which... if we're
1: talking about chocolate cake i might want the whole thing <laughs> but i agree with you on the podcast end <laughs> it does it does, those audiograms and videograms are a great way to promote they're a great way to elevate your guest to get the word out and for for people to listen uh, for just that little clip it's usually one of the mic drops right it's a mic drop moment in the episode uh, and it's amazing that people get to see a little glimpse of it and then decide do i want to is this for me do i want to learn about this topic and they can click on the link and listen to the whole thing. I love that. I love that they can be on YouTube uh, and that they're on podcasts and, you know, uh, coming up, we're going to be moving to radio and TV. So, I mean, you know, it starts here and can go anywhere you want to take it. So I love that that's just such great opportunities.
0: Well, it has offered me a gift that I cannot even put words I can't even describe it. It's been such a wonderful gift for me, uh, not only as a listener, but as a podcast host. So, Cami, one of the other topics that I thought I would bring up is not long ago, you did an interview when you were traveling. You were in Italy and you did one of a couple of your podcasts. You recorded there. Tell us, tell our listeners about um, the flexibility of being a podcast host. Oh my gosh. Such a
1: joy. So that I want to say is was my first ever trip to Italy. So, uh, that was amazing. And it's, you know, the thing about podcasting is as long as you have either an iPhone, um, or a laptop, you can podcast anywhere. Right. So, you know, people do podcasts in their closet on the floor in their closet with an iPhone and just talk into it. So, you know, you really don't need to be high tech. You don't need to have a lot of equipment. I take my my laptop with me wherever I go. And in that particular instance, I think I used my AirPods as my headphones and my speaker because I didn't bring my microphone with me. I just I didn't want to bring a lot of equipment. Uh, and so we were this is so magical now you get to hear a little bit about the trip, but we were on a the top of a mountain in a castle in Caronkia. And Caronkia is a village in Abruzzo. So it's in the Abruzzo region, which is the mountains. And so that's where we were. And so I had the honor of interviewing uh, the owner um, of this family business. His name is Massimo. And so you can find that interview on She's Invincible. But what we did was we were in a castle. So I was like, well, I'm going to go in my favorite room and you go in your favorite room, right? So he was in the dining room and I was in one of the sitting rooms and we set, we just set up as if like you and I are right now on zoom. That's how we work. that we were under the same roof in a different part of the building. But it was so amazing because there's this thing about the emotion, right? So like I could have came home and I could have interviewed Massimo and it would have been fine. But the emotion and the connection and the communication level that we had in that moment, because we were in the midst of the experience and in the high of it was amazing. And I think that's why that was one of your favorites is because you felt that. And that's the thing about podcasting is like when you have these conversations, it's almost like, I, you know, I teach this about storytelling, right? If I'm going to tell you a story about a cup of coffee, I want you to see the steam. I want you to smell the coffee. I want you to feel the heat. Well, that's what happens when you podcast on site. There's the adrenaline and the excitement and all the emotion. And so it's true. You, I have podcast in Aruba many times. I've spent months there at a time. Um, Simple. I just bring my laptop, you know, you can blur your screen. So no one has to see that I'm in this gorgeous resort And and I've had to podcast in the bathroom at my at my suite at the resort because it was the best Wi-Fi. And so, again, I just blurred my screen and I was in the bathroom on a bar stool with my laptop on the sink. Like there's just nothing that can stop you. You can go get in your car. You can get in a closet. You can be anywhere. And I love that because that is the lifestyle that I want to live on the road traveling from place to place and i don't have to choose between podcasting that i love so so much and traveling that i'm so so passionate about as well so uh, it's so great uh and you're going to see more come from me uh in that that realm i have uh more things i'm going to be um i'm going to be podcasting live on site at a television studio where uh there'll be people on the tv uh as speakers, and then they're going to come and podcast with me. So at a competition. So it's so cool. Uh, and I'm looking forward to all the possibilities. But yes, it's another reason why you want to podcast uh, if you want to live on the road and have fun and hit that travel list you've been dreaming of. Uh, nothing more magical than being in the moment on site with the people that are creating the magic and be able to have the conversations. So, so powerful.
0: Amazing. But uh, and the thing about that's even more amazing is that we all I think we've we think that we need all of this equipment, that we need the perfect room, the perfect equipment, and you need thousands of dollars worth of equipment, and yet it can be as simple as a computer.
1: Yes, you're right. And you know, you, that brings a good point. Like you say that people think you need all of this elaborate, you know, equipment and, and money to invest. And, you know, we teach in podcast school, it's like a hundred dollars for equipment, for the equipment list. And you know, like my most recent student had everything except the backup mic or the backup earphones. So it was like $10 for equipment for her. So it doesn't take a lot uh, and you can take it on the road. And we're all about simplicity and just teaching you to work with what you have in the most simplest way and still be able to produce the best uh, podcast. And really it is the conversation. That's what people really are showing up for. And as long as you deliver that, you're in good shape. You're giving the people what they want.
0: Well, thank you so much. I've certainly enjoyed, I have so enjoyed your podcasts and your guests. Uh, So thank you so very much for that. And your podcast episode from Italy was amazing. And I could actually taste the wine. (laughs) Oh the wine. <laughs> oh don't get me started on the wine.
1: <laughs> and you you uh, you know what? I'm going to go back and I maybe one of these times that I go back that you'll come with me. I would love that and we could podcast together on site and have wine and and have the magic uh, conversation around that. I mean, I would love that. I actually did talk to Massimo about doing a podcast retreat for podcast hosts that come through the She's Invincible podcast school. So that may be coming in the future, too soon to announce, but just know that that's out there and we are having conversation around it. And uh, when we get to the right time, I I think that's going to happen. It's going to be an option. And then we can all do it together.
0: That sounds amazing. So tell people where they can uh, find out more about your podcast school.
1: Oh, sure. So just my website, com, and there are tabs for everything. You can find the podcast. There's a thing for the podcast school. Uh, you can schedule an appointment with me there if you want to talk about podcast
0: school. How wonderful. Well, you know, I will be signing up again for a few more minutes of your time. <laughs> because i'm forever in need of questions that have to be answered but i thank you so very much for joining me today i i could speak to you about on this topic for hours um it's there's just so much information and it's wonderful And so I encourage our listeners to check out the show notes. All of your information will be in the show notes. And if they're interested in podcast school, yours is certainly the best. So thank you so very much.
1: Oh, and thank you so much. Such an honor to have this conversation with you today, but even more so... I just want to say congratulations to you for 50 amazing episodes. You know, we in podcasting, we are changing the world one conversation at a time. And you know, my favorite saying is you can never know a million people, but a million people can know you. And I don't know a better way to make that happen than to have a podcast, and so I'm so proud of you. Congratulations! It's an honor to cheer you on, and I can't wait to see what you do in these
0: next 50 episodes. Oh, very much, Cammie. Thanks for joining us. Please follow us, submit a rating and review, and share us with your friends. This helps our message reach more listeners. For more information about my products. Visit JustWantedToAsk.com. to ask.com. Thank you.